Hello and welcome to East Norfolk's very own politics podcast, Ian the Loop. Uh, my name is Dylan and I'm joined by Sam, Emma, Emma again, Charlie, Freddie, <laughs> Millie. And this week we're going to be talking about the Minister of State for Trade Policy being sacked and suspended from the Tory party after allegations of serious misconduct. Uh, the Home Secretary Suella Su- Su- Braveman <laughs> saying that it is her dream and her ambition to see a fight go to Rwanda full of immigrants. Um, the UK putting sanctions on Iran after all the protests that have been going on there. So we're going to start off with Conor Burns being suspended from the government and the party after he's been alleged to have um, touched the thighs of a junior minister, I think it was, or someone younger than him. Looks completely dodgy. The government has immediately kicked him out of government and suspended him from the party, so they've taken swift action, which is in comparison to Boris's government that did. Squat. So yeah, we're guessing they didn't want a repeat of last time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna be honest. I saw the reason Boris left. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. His approval went down so fast. I mean, he just did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. fair <laughs> enough. Get rid of him. Um, I think it's quite worrying how much scandal there is happening recently. Mm. It's very so one like after unstable. another. There's no yeah, yeah. There's no break with it. It's sort of like representing the culture that's there, and it's not great. Mm, it just keeps really. happening. Chaotic. Yeah. It's, not, it's not really good because those people are in charge of our country. They're doing all the important things. So yeah, they get to I mean, at least he was punished for it. But at the same time, no, it's not enough. Not enough. It was a Tory for he, once. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think I'm more worried for the fact that I don't think it's the first time he's done something like that. Wasn't it like no. 2020 where he yeah. was like he intimidated yeah. a member of the public? So it's worrying that he's still been allowed to continue for in two power years. for two years with no consequences. I, I don't know if I'm right here, but is it? They're still an MP. They're just independent. Yeah, that's they're yeah. still they're still it's in the House of Commons. Ridiculous. The only person that can take him out of the House of Commons is himself. Yeah. So that's dependent on him having done. morals. I mean, surely if you had morals, you would just resign. But well, yeah, you just, okay. or, you you or you wouldn't do it. Yeah, 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 you just wouldn't do it. That's yeah. that point. Um, well, that's <laughs> why would you put your trust in Tory MPs? This is what the third time that I can remember within the past three or four months that something like this has happened. It's, it's more than that. It's more than that. There's probably a lot that goes under. Either under investigated or just not yeah. talked about at all. Yeah. So, like, it happened at the conference. So if he's doing that with like reporters and other mm. MPs around, what's God he doing yeah. like behind well, closed private. doors? Yeah. yeah. Well, what was he doing with his staff members? Yeah. Because like, that can go completely unreported. Yeah. Because of like yeah. the fear that comes with it. Yeah. Because there's like such a he power imbalance. So yeah, like, they could lose their jobs if they tried to say yeah. anything. Like it's never going to come out. The MP has complete control of their staff in terms of firing and hiring. So if you make a complaint, he'll just get rid of you. And then who will believe you? It's your word against an MP. This is slightly random, but Mel B was at the Conservative conference. <laughs> and she's, she said that he said something weird to her and left. So yeah, oh, I did. And he, did, he denied ever meeting her. It's you know. suspicious mm. behaviour. They yeah. can deny all they want, but... Yeah, we shouldn't have to worry about the people in charge of our country. Yeah, like, like, they they yeah. should be setting the example yeah. for everyone else yeah. to follow. The not is following... It's now easier to say do whatever they don't do. Yeah. I feel like all the government does is not follow their own laws and set the worst example ever for just <laughs> and, anyone. And like then, if I'm growing up right now thinking, oh, what do I do today? And I look at the government and it's just like plastered with sexual assault allegations. Mm. It's just messed up. Mm. It, it's rarer now to go a week without an allegation. <laughs> yeah. Whereas beforehand it was the other way around. Yeah, the government slogan should be do. What I say, not what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they don't even say anything relevant most of the time anyway, so that doesn't really apply. Well, when, they say, when they say anything, they crash the economy. Exactly. So. exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and then how about 
radio silence from the government for a week. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> better. Peace. <laughs> Quiet. And when they do say something, they go back on it. Like, mm. I mean, the U-turn for like taxes was entirely justified, but yeah. whatever they do say, like they go back on. And then when they don't say anything, it's always on the most important things. Yeah. 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 And if you think this scandal started in lockdown, that's like three years now. <laughs> yep. So it's been three years of just chaos. I feel like yeah. we're stuck in one big government Cycle. scandal. Like yep. all yeah. government all the time. since I'd say since COVID we're stuck in a scandal. Plus Boris himself is just one big scandal of a man. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a walking scandal. If you look back into his past, it is messed it up. It is awful. And the fact that he got voted in as Prime Minister is again really worrying. Yeah. I feel like the British public should do more research into their MPs mm. before yeah. they um elect them. But people will blindly follow the yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, yeah. They'll see the party Especially logo and go, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like for what their parents did or their friends. They'll yeah. be like, oh, I've always voted Conservative. God knows why. Who yeah. knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue. I recommend branching out, looking at other policy. Like, mm. I, no, I can't peddle a party. I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, the bar for being Prime Minister of this once great country mm. is on the floor. Like, yeah. Well, my little yeah. brother could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I find it mad that people supported Brexit, considering yeah. it was led by Gove, Patel, no and Johnson. Literally, they were like, oh, they're there's so much misinformation yeah. about Brexit. They, the reason why like we voted for Brexit is because, well, like, no one really knew what they were voting for. You just had some politicians. Uh, up some propaganda posters and people were just like, yeah, the bus. yeah seems legit. Mm. Yeah, the Brexit bus with all the lies on the yeah. side. Yeah, oh my God. Yes. What happened to that in the end? Some <laughs> they scrapped it. Yes. I, I think they scrapped it. Yeah, they should sure keep, it keep it from a museum. Keep it from a museum. This is where the headstone. This is where it all went wrong. Yeah, it's about the headstone all the time. We should give it to play as magicians or as Johnson in particular. They say, I'm for my next trick. I will make 260 million quid appear. It's a miracle. I don't even think Brexit was supposed to I just don't think I'd get through that sentence without stammering and just losing it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Conservatives, since they switched from being Remainers to to leave, and no one and everyone's just gone, oh yeah, why not? I'll just go for them. Like, do people could, could genuinely sit at home, watch a whole party switch a massive ideology and just go, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they agree because it's them. They don't mm. know what they're agreeing with. Yeah, it's like you know what. It's blind loyalty. If you look yeah. into Brexit, it just gets worse and worse. Honestly, if you if you have like any sort of problems with being sad at the moment, do not look into Brexit. It's horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. It was like the number one thing after the referendum was what does what Brexit, Brexit yeah. mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, that's well, I think horrible. it's quite British though. It's standard yeah. British yeah. culture. Just, just like, oh, what have we done? <laughs> I wish I was a dual citizen now because now I can't travel freely or work oh, freely. God. Yeah. Also, if you wanted to go to uni in the EU, don't bother because the government's not going to fund it now. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, not gonna, they're not going to fund anything the way right. this is going. Well, no, they're out of money. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go to uni? Pay it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or you're poor. I don't care. So just work harder. Just just take on more hours. Did you see the yeah. video of that, that minister saying, if you can't pay your fuel bills, either use less fuel or get a higher <laughs> Yeah, at <laughs> least. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think that's the problem. I'm not, I'm not using enough fuel. Oh, why didn't I think of that before? Just earn more money. But should we move on to our next topic, which is still related to the government? That is um, the Home Secretary, Sue... Su- Su- Suella Braverman. 
her saying that it is her dream to see a flight take off for Miranda full of immigrants. She's, it's my she's dream to see it not happen. Yeah. It's she very interesting. It sounds yeah, like a dream for her, a nightmare awful. for the rest of us. Mm. I yeah. love the European it's, Court of Human Rights. Yeah. 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 So that is yeah. the only thing keeping us safe at I'm the moment. I'm glad the only thing that keeps us safe is the connection to Europe. That's, that's <laughs> all we got. That's all we got. Half our workers' rights are just straight from the EU. We just copied them over. That's why they wanted Brexit. Yeah. And the new, like, rights bill they want to create so that they don't have to deal with the Europeans. Well, human rights, like a, it's just not good. I should we had a land bridge connecting us to France. And yeah, I'd love that, because then I could just leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can drive on. You need to get a visa now, we're not in the, the no, you, you, so I think it's like you pay that. seven euros and you can stay there for a certain amount of days. 90 days. 90 days. That's, that's for a gas mm. It's not that long, I mean, seven uh, euros. Mm. I'm poor, I can't afford it. Like that. Yeah, yeah, the fact that she's it's, openly it's saying, like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to see people be sent off to a country yeah, to like never said, come back. She said that's her like dream, like obsession. someone like give this woman like, she she a, a, like a life. She got <laughs> married in her House of Commons, so I think oh, she really? see. Oh, all the places. Yeah. No, I'd do that Marriage. just for the culture. I mean, <laughs> yeah. House of Commons is not a romantic place. If you meet your wife or husband or anyone there, run. just know that <laughs> just know that you are going to be in an unhappy marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Who do they get as the priest? The Prime Minister? <laughs> no, they just Surely be in the House speaker. of Lords. Yeah, but quite a few MPs have even um, gone against this saying, what the hell, yeah, basically? Just, Why is this your dream? I just think it's like worrying that the priorities of somebody in the government is she's more focused on her own ideals and sending people out of the country than dealing with the current like economic crisis yeah. and everything else. Like, why are you so focused on sending like innocent people that just want safety out of the country? Because the right of the party are just they're, they so want it. They just want it so badly. Oh, we, we spent so much money on this policy already, and we haven't sent a single person. So not only is this policy horrible, it's a waste of money. How have they not realised it's a bad thing because to do? They're the stock two times. Because other countries can do it. Denmark does it. Also, here's the thing. Why? Why do we even want to deport people? I mean, more money, more people in the country would mean more tax for the government. I just see people as people, and mm. you know, if you want to come here, which I wouldn't recommend, by the way, potential migrants listing, don't come here. Yeah, go to but France next door. Do swap don't places for me. Don't go to France. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Maybe like Ireland or. Ireland is banging. Yeah. I really do think though, like our top priority being sending people out of the country, even in a place like Rwanda with its like human rights crisis, mm. is extremely worrying that that is a priority of the ministers. Rwanda's barely a democracy. No, it's just a mess. No, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> depressing. No, I just think like. How, how does it really affect her if there are more migrants in the country? I, like, I, it makes no difference to what? her daily life. Why is she so preoccupied with sending I them think, away? I suppose, is she Home Secretary or Foreign Secretary? Home Secretary. Home Secretary. I would never want that job. I don't know. No, it's a no. horrible job. It's not great. And it makes me question Theresa May, because she was, how long was she Home Secretary? Too long. Too long. Too long. Like, <laughs> it's odd. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, and I think, like, we have, especially like, in terms of even, like, today, like, we have far bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, hardly anyone could afford to live and they're having to choose between heating their house and, like, getting places and feeding themselves. Yeah. Like, I think that should be her biggest dream if she's going to state it like that is to yeah. be able to make but the government Not having hungry people in yeah, the country. Exactly. Not the government will still blame like the, the cost of living crisis on the people and try to push like <laughs> yeah. just don't they spend money like they get always do. Job. I feel like what we should do is the Rwanda scheme cut it out and spend the money on I don't know making energy bills less expensive <laughs> exactly yeah. 
Because I sit there and see my meter go up. I use the kettle once that goes up by like 10p. Like, what the hell is this? What's going on? Wasn't there advice as well? Like, buy a new kettle? Buying, yeah. I'm not buying a new kettle for 12 quid just to save a tenner a year. People can't feed themselves, let alone buy a new kettle. What are you on about? Someone worked out if you buy a new kettle, it will take you three years of usage to make the money back. Oh, my God. My long-term investment. It was Boris that said it. Really? Yeah, he said it at a big speech. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, is, that is something no. that Boris would say, though, isn't it? Just he did say it. He did it. say it. He, did. He, did. He, did. he mentioned Peppa Pig once in a speech. Like, yeah, he'll yeah. mention the, anything. The exact wording was, yesterday I went, as we all must, to Peppa Pig work. <laughs> that is the exact quote. He's I'm such like, an amazing populist. He's brilliant. He's yeah. Tory speakers really are. Like, the Prime Ministers, their speeches are. I think like, their main is don't even then get me started on Liz. Liz I, mean, I feel like she's lacking in the speech area because yeah. she doesn't deliver it. She very just doesn't. Well. She, she doesn't have a personality. Or she doesn't seem to be doing anything. Concept of morality. She's she's like, but she was opening pork markets. Pork markets. In December. Yeah. I'll open pork markets with the communists. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. yes. I think the main reason they bring up so much nonsense is to try and distract us all from the absolute dumpster fire oh, yeah. that is their policy. Yeah. It's a distraction tactic. I think because like with the living crisis that we're in, and then Liz Truss is speaking about. Who knows what? Yeah, people are more focused on exactly. Liz Truss's failures yeah, like than make, the actual like. They'll crisis. make more memes about what she said yeah. rather than we going. She's doing this awful thing. Mm. No, we're going to focus on how bad she is. We import a third of our cheese. Yeah, okay, good one. <laughs> yeah, so, you know that crisis. Don't yeah. speak about that. Yeah, and she'll just walk off stage. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. can't even afford cheese. Like, what, they're not worried about way. where it's coming from. I do always find it funny though because I was watching a Blair um, Prime Minister's question. Yes, and they always <laughs> ask Prime Ministers about like meat and cheese and stuff and mm. it's just a bit odd it's because yeah, it, it seems problems. to be a thing they do all conservatives the time. love british meat and yeah. british cheese oh, yeah. go into a little everything's plastered with like 100 percent british i'm no, like i don't care <laughs> if I is it, it cheese it. is it edible yes good it will do is it edible can i afford it great I mean, let's go i, I, love, nice I like countries having countries. autarky and economic autonomy but if you could buy cheap food from elsewhere and it tastes the same why not exactly mm. That would solve the cost of the crisis. You know what, Tories? Why don't you do that? Strike more trade deals because you're really I don't think any Tories are listening no, to this, to be honest. No, I think we're like the opposite of Tory values. Although, so. Yeah. Right, so moving on to our next topic, we're going to talk about the UK having put sanctions on Iran again. after, yeah, again, actually, <laughs> yeah. after all the mass protests that have been going on and the brutal response from the government there. So they put the, uh, the sanctions on the... Th- the thoughts police, I guess you can call it. Yeah, the morality them. police. The morality police. They put it on anyone who has connected with human rights abuses, so like the entire government. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Sanctions clearly aren't doing enough, yeah. but there isn't much intervention you can do. We, we can't invade the country. Because it is internal affairs. I mean, we don't have money as a country to go in and invade, and morally it's also terrible. I think if we were yeah. using the but, money um, to go in and invade... It didn't end well for Blair. I think oh, that was Iraq. Weren't most of the sanctions... That was Iraq, yeah. Wrong yeah. one. Weren't most of the sanctions, like preventing them from entering the country, like, yeah. which isn't going to make that yeah. much of a difference considering they're kind of dealing with the they crisis in their own to. country mm. right th- now. Th- this is basically a slap on the wrist from us saying you've been bad. But, but it's not doing anything. It's not going to See, that's much. our government show of support. A little slap on the wrist. You guys can't visit, but we'll just let your human rights abuses go straight yeah. I mean, away. at the very least, we've done something. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, yeah. but it is still... It's less than the bare minimum. Yeah. What can it's I say? Just, it's... 
It's just, just, just a gesture. Also, the government is yet to comment on the uh, protests in Iran. No, it's complete, like, just silent sanctions. I feel like the main reason they put the sanctions out is to quell public unrest here, because there's so many people yeah. who are like, worried about it, and being like, hey, you need to do you something. To, yeah. So the sanctions feel more like kind of a damage control, because they've yeah. not really done mm. anything like addressing it publicly. They've just yeah. kind of gone, yeah, if we do this, the people will be happy, and it just really isn't good enough. I feel like if the people weren't speaking about this, the government would just ignore it, as they always do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works. Because a lot of protests happen in a lot of countries, and most of them just get ignored by our government. Unless there's like big social upheaval, like say Palestine, that gets ignored by our government. Unless there's a big social upheaval, then they'll make a comment on it. Mm. But after that, then it's just radio silence. And yeah. I can guarantee that if this is still ongoing in like the next few months, there will not be another word. Oh no. No, we, no. we probably won't intervene again. No, and this is purely, I think, the sanctions. Like you said, to quell the public. Yeah, exactly. It's to not create mm-hmm. any more unrest in the public. That's we're what we're just going to watch like the from public afar. will read the yeah. word sanctions after what we've done to Russia. Then they'll think, oh, these are big economic sanctions. Yeah, no, because no. <laughs> most people don't understand what sanctions are. They're just going to go, brilliant, we're but great, we've solved right, the problem. We've but done something, everything's fixed. But then we actually read we, into we it. We genuinely have like, not fixed anything. No, because there's so many different levels of sanctions. Mm. Like what yep. we've put on Russia, which even though it hasn't made much difference, is a lot of a higher level. Yeah, than we've what put we've on hit Europe. Russia, and it will do something. Yeah. But it just hasn't done just it they yet. Take, it's, yeah, it's it, it, takes, its it takes time. Well, economic sanctions always take time. Yeah. It's just yeah. the nature of economics. But these are just... You, you can't, you can't come here for your, ho- your holiday. Yeah, it's just more of a symbolic thing mm. rather than actually yeah. having any weight behind it. I mean, I, I desperately want to visit Iran, and if I get banned from the country, I'm going to have to find my way in somehow. Because Iran mm. and its people, they're amazing. Its government is awful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about most countries, though. Iran has a beautiful true. culture, like a beautiful history. I, I, I think it's one of the best historical countries ever. Uh, so moving on to our last topic then, we're going to talk about the developments in Ukraine. So first of all, Ukraine have managed to destroy a bridge that goes from Crimea to Russia. I don't know what the bridge is called. The Crimea Bridge. We shall call it the Crimea Bridge. I thought its name, <laughs> it's but we'll go easier. with it. I think that's yeah, they've managed to completely destroy the Crimean Bridge, taking out the railroad and half of the bridge, the road bridge. They've fixed part of it now. Have they? Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that. But they have started instituting ferries now, which is what they used to do before they built the bridge. In oh, right. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah, so this was considered a massive victory for Ukraine because you've knocked out a major supply route for Russia. Now, technically, the Ukrainian government hasn't claimed responsibility for this, but everyone's kind of gone. It's, it's been heavily yeah. assumed. Well, if yeah. they claim yeah. responsibility, then they've technically attacked Russia. And so then exactly. Retaliation harder. Worse. I mean, they already bombed a bunch of cities, which, I mean, as a Russian response, they sent, I think it's about 84, 86 87. missiles. 87. Oh and God. Ukraine shot down over half of them. So. Yeah, so as Sam said, after that, Putin retaliated with a yeah. massive airstrike on loads of cities. <laughs> Which has led to, I don't know, the exact 19 figure. civilians, I think it was. 19 dead. civilians I dead. Know, as of yesterday morning, it was 11, but now it's probably gone up. Yeah, and these, these were obviously targeting the cities and targeting yeah. people. Well, they, they, they did it at a rush hour just to mm. target yeah, civilians. Yeah. A lot of it was damage. on Kiev as well. Yes, yeah. that was the main target. The interesting thing is, Putin has said that we were targeting military targets and infrastructure and energy. And so we are targeting them with the best missiles that we have, super high accuracy. Now that creates a problem for Putin. Either you're lying and you deliberately targeted civilians, or your missiles can't aim. Either I mean, way. either way, he's losing. <laughs> either, either, either way, it's not good like, for him. Either way, it sounds like you're doing a pretty bad job of leadership. Either mm. you're making everything up, or yeah. you just cannot like correctly. I mean, make. Russian yeah. propaganda is failing for the first time in hundreds of years because mm. people Pe- are waking people up. Are 
people are protesting. It's a sad wake-up call, though. Yeah. Which is brave, incredibly brave. It is. Brave. I saw on, I think it was Sky, they videoed a woman standing by a street holding up a sign that just said, I'm scared in Russian. Within 30 seconds, the police had arrested no, her. No, I saw a protest where they literally had police vans and they were taking people that weren't even protesting. They were, like, just dragging yeah. off the streets. For yeah. years, they've arrested Russians for protesting that hold up a completely blank sign. Yeah. So there's no message, but just bang them in anyway. It's, they're, they're scared of criticism because yeah. they know that people will criticise Putin if you could. And it's like they're, like, implicitly admitting they know what they're doing is messed up. Mm. Like, yeah. they know what they're doing is hurting innocents and they're terrified that somebody's just going to, like, overthrow them. A lot of I, Russian state officials just go on about how Russia is the arbiter of freedom and that anyone in no. Ukraine fighting for the wrong side, which is the correct side, obviously, Ukraine, yeah. they just deserve to die. Mm. A lot of Russian... Uh, government officials have been saying stuff like that recently see a few months ago the russian state government put out a video to the world to try and convince people to move there they listed all the great things about russia including uh, fertile land great housing energy and vodka <laughs> the polish well, invented vodka you yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't claim it as russian if you yeah but there was a whole it. long list of things i'm just just because they're all alcoholics doesn't mean they can claim <laughs> the drink I, I was just in hysterics watching that because it was blatant propaganda yeah. but it shows how desperate they are they i reckon they don't people. actually want people to move to russia they just want to show the world that they can drink more than you <laughs> well i think they probably do need more people because wasn't that like masses of people leaving Russia to avoid oh, yeah. being conscripted? Yeah. Like, they need people. What, yeah. What's interesting is, if you look on a graph of Google Forms, the terms, get out of Russia, flee Russia, <laughs> and how, how to break, how to break my own arm, <laughs> all oh shot God. up in searches in Russia because they wanted to avoid conscription. And the thing is, avoiding conscription is even more difficult because I'm pretty sure if you get the letter for conscription and you try to flee, you get 10 years in prison immediately, yeah. I heard. Yeah. So there is just... No way out of that, other than you know the breaking your own. I mean, up. flights cost thousands of pounds. Yeah, now. flight thousands. flight cost before the announcement was about hundred pounds. They skyrocketed to thousands instantly because airlines went money. So there's a lot of countries that let, let they let Russians in visa free sometimes. With Kazakhstan and I think it's Kazakhstan, Turkey, and Georgia letting a lot of Russians, and I guess that's a way of refuge. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're not, if you're not uh, an avid Putin supporter, then you. Which most of Russia isn't. I mean, a lot of Russia supports him, but a lot of the elderly and um, those who've lived in Russia since the Soviet times support him because they've never seen any other type of government. But those who are younger see Putin as either a threat to Russia or a threat to themselves, which is entirely fair enough. I think he's a threat to both, really. And a threat I think the to the world. Is he's, yeah, no, that's true. I think mm. the main issue as well is he's so focused on this idea of like rebuilding the USSR, mm. and he's so stuck in the past that he's just doing everything possible to destroy what we have now. Mm. Like, Ukraine is like trying to move on from all of that, and it's just like, yeah, no, we want the USSR back, we're going to bomb you, which is mm. insane. Governments yeah. like that are terrified of yeah. change mm. and revolution. And that's the reason why a lot of their policies are so strict yeah. on protesting. And why they, like, yeah. The, the protesters themselves people. are incredibly brave because yes, they, they, they know they are risking brave. their lives. Yeah. It, it's well known in Russia if you protest as a civilian, you get arrested. If you protest as a higher up, you fall out a window. Is it? Yeah. I mean, so it just things. goes around throwing oligarchs out of windows because they say, like, one thing wrong in a yeah. statement. <laughs> and if you're the average Russian in, like, the Far East protesting, you are not coming back. No. Yeah. No. no. You, you're it. just gone. Yeah. The thing is, the state of freedom in Russia is that they had democracy from about the end of 1991 to the middle of 1993. So I guess when you look at it like that, 
The Russian people have never been free. No, never. no. And they said all that like nonsense about being, yeah, this is a free country. No, you, just because you say something is free doesn't mean it is. Like, I mean, they, they say they're a free country with a gun pointed to their head. Yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, no, but so we're a free country, but you can't leave. If you try to leave and you've been conscripted, you're going to go to prison. If you try to protest, you go into prison. Oh, well, by the way, you're going off to war and mm. you don't get to say no. That, that doesn't sound very free at all. Mm. It, it's not. Ukraine offered deserters uh, paths back to their families hmm. after the war ends. And um, like, not free stay in Ukraine, but they'll be kept as asylum seekers, ironically. Hmm. But it's not enough. It just yeah. shows like how it, passionate the whole country of Ukraine is, hmm. even yeah. in yeah. a complete state of war. A lot of Ukrainians are very open. They are. They're not the Russian. Russian they recognise yeah. that most of the Russians that have been forced to be yeah, there, they like, don't want to yeah. fight. They recognise that both sides are in a war they don't want to be a part of. Nobody wins. The war is purely Putin. Yeah, yeah there's only Putin. one man that wants this war and it's Putin. Yeah. Yes. And he can't accept that the whole world is against him. <laughs> no, he's... I think he's delusional. He thinks. He like is. I, I think he's going senile. Yeah. I genuinely think he's losing was he, it. Seventy. Yeah. Yeah. He turned is seventy, he... and then they blew up yeah. the bridge on the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Kaboom! <laughs> it was great. It's like a much bigger version of a candle. It's just an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday! Here's your cake. Normally, he has a big celebration on his birthday every year. I don't think that one. This, <laughs> this year, he didn't do anything because one, he's losing the war, and two, they just blew up a massive. Yeah. Actually. This was not the birthday cake I was hoping for. He could get the birthday cake if the supplies were all cut. Yeah, no, they were on, they were on the bridge. <laughs> it's on the other side. That's why we're so angry about it. His cake was on the yeah. way. <laughs> That's why we retaliated. Have we got anything else to say about the whole Russia-Ukraine situation? Other than the fact that the reaction was horrendously disproportionate. Like, oh yes, bridge gets destroyed, I'm going to kill people. That's just... That's all I can think of. Just entirely disproportionate. That's what happens when you build a bridge that's not on your territory. Yeah. Crimea yeah. is Ukraine. It is. But there's also been... a. Um, Putin's been trying to push the president of Belarus into joining. Oh, I've heard about yes, that. Yes, he yeah. has. I, I don't know his name. Which are called oh, Lukashenko. Lukashenko, that's Lukashenko, it. That's I, I, I'm no good with foreign names. Um, I'm not good with names, full stop. Yeah. So. But he's like trying to push him into joining the war, and he's like, no, no, I don't want to be involved. Well, the Belarusian army is rubbish. Yeah, mainly because yeah. A, they don't have an army, and B... What's the yeah. point in trying to recruit an ally if they're going to do nothing? I mean, like, I guess if you throw more money at the problem, you can try and solve it. Just what would happen is that Ukraine is focusing on the east. If you yeah. have the Belarusians coming from the north, you have to divert your army from the east, it's and then just, Russia can push it. But then it just turns into just more needless debt. Thing is, yeah. they, they just the Belarusian army is so riddled with corruption and yep. just outdated I, I, equipment that I don't like no It's just a more waste but of lives. The problem is that like now Belarus is stuck because it's like if we say yeah we're going to throw people into a war that we mm. really don't don't want to be a part of, we're not like capable to like fund or supply anything decent for this. Mm. But if they like. So they don't agree, and then Russia might just decide to invade them as well. It's really like, war either yeah. way. Oh no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they'll invade. I think Russia has a lot of power over Belarus, yeah. especially in the last couple of years. They're getting I, a lot. I reckon Belarus is going to just quietly slip into Russia. I reckon they're they have yeah. been They're in a union state. Mm. Yeah. Belarus is legally obligated to become. Well, Belarus and Russia are legally obligated to join as one state at some point. Well, there we go, man. Well, that, the, but the Belarusian people don't want that. But Lukashenko has been in charge since 1998 or something. So there isn't really much choice they've got there. The only chance they have a change in that is if Putin just dies well, pretty soon. There are some heavy rumours going around that he has shingles. 
Yeah, there, there are some rumours going around that he's very ill with shingles and that he's hiding it. I mean, he is 70. You'd expect mm. there to be some health issues going on. Yeah. Oh, well, there's always. Oh, oh, but, but take it with a grain of salt because there's always rumours yeah. about his health. Yeah, no, like there were people being like, oh, maybe he's got dementia, maybe he's got this, maybe he's got that. He's a dementia. It's that's always. According to an article. Because what happens when you wake up in the morning going, you know, I'll invade you Yeah, nobody takes it seriously. I read an article back in January that said he'd be dead by July, and, and yeah. here we are. Yeah, here we are. That was, like, that was accurate. Well, yeah, well done, guys. Well, yeah, that's the good thing about wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I read that and went doubtful, but I hope so. <laughs> now we're definitely all banned from Russia. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Don't. Hopefully, none of you want me no, to go to Russia in your lifetimes because we ain't. We ain't getting there. We're I'll go at some there. point. I'll just wait for the regime change. You <laughs> might need to. You might need to go under a fake name. Oh, right. <laughs> but. I think that's everything we've got to say, isn't it? Yep, yep, yeah. So um, that's all we've got for today. Thank you very much for listening. I'd just like to remind you before we finish that all views expressed on this podcast are the debate is own. They do not represent the views of the college. And uh, thank you for letting us keep you in the loop. <laughs> <laughs>